Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Well, now you can with DraftKings when you bet on any NFL game this week. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, and probably the faster you can run with all those extra legs. To the bank, that is. (laughs) Oh, this is why I don't go off script. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, that is DNVR, to bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with the promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hold the start until 5.55, but you're more than welcome to go early. Well, we are going early here on the That's Good Broncos postgame show. Not even to call this a podcast. It's a show. It's a real show. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. Tipping my hat to Will because it's a good day to be a Broncos. Two guys who do Broncos YouTube stuff. It's a good day to be two guys who do Broncos YouTube stuff because they beat the piss out of the Cowboys. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just wanted to share that the Broncos haven't lost the Cowboys since the year 1995 what also happened uh, nine months after <laughs> the broncos lost the cowboys that year i was born the broncos oh. have not lost the cowboys in my lifetime wow Will has never seen i didn't see that coming will has never <laughs> seen the broncos lose to the cowboys Austin already jumping in with the super Ooh. chat. Thank you, Austin. Sick Thrasher shirt. I once had Thrasher magazine. Okay. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings. Use code DNVR when you sign over at DraftKings. Also brought to you by BenchwarmerBrew.com. That's my coffee. My coffee. Really good. Great coffee. You feeling asleep? Drink it. 
You're feeling hungry? Drink it. You have an uncurable ailment? Drink it. And it will cure you. Legally, we cannot. Legally, I can say (laughs) my coffee will cure everything. We are in a good mood. We're going to recap this Broncos-Cowboys game. Um, I I don't think anybody expected the Broncos to win that game. And the way I pitched uh, my recap that I'm going to have the full, like, you know, highlight recap on uh, That's Good Sports is even if the Broncos were considered like a very good football team, this game would have been in question because of all the injuries that are that have happened for the Broncos and losing mm-hmm. Von Miller this week. A lot of key guys out. So it wasn't the Broncos didn't have an advantage going into this game. And then they just balled out. They just, I mean, they caught a couple lucky breaks that helped a lot, but they beat the shit out of the Cowboys. And it felt good. It felt good. Will. it, Football it felt again. really, really good. I was just going to say the same thing. I enjoyed football today. Yeah. A lot more than I did last week, even in a win especially the four weeks before that. Um, This is the most complete win, I would say, of the Vic Fangio era. I know that's, you know, that's not saying a ton. That's only um, like 17 wins, but this is right at the top of the list. This is is a 6-1 Dallas team that's that's won six games in a row. Lost uh, just barely to the defending champion, um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week one. Other than that, yeah. it's been perfect. And in prime time, beat the Vikings with Cooper Rush. Like people were trying to say, you know, the Dallas the Cowboys are getting exposed for being a bad team. And if I'll that's true, if that's true, I'm happy the Broncos did it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's true. I just think they had an off game. Uh I think Dak coming back from his uh his calf injury, he just was out of rhythm, out of sync, missed some throws he usually makes. Uh, his guys didn't help him out uh, when he needed it. Amari Cooper dropped an easy pass. Tony Pollard dropped an easy pass. And, of course, Dak missed two easy throws to C.D. Lamb that I think both would have been touchdowns had he hit him. So a lot did not go right for the Cowboys. But had the Broncos somehow figured out a way to lose that game, I would be talking to you right now about how at least the game was fun. (laughs) At least they made it fun. And they, they did that by scoring two touchdowns in the first half, which we haven't seen since I don't know when probably earlier this season when they beat bad teams, but I don't know when (laughs) will I don't know when a while. Yeah. For a team that's five and four, they have not felt like a winning record team. So it was just, it reinvigorated me as a fan today. And that's what's, I mean, that's really important. Yeah, no, it it just generates this whole new wave of optimism that is going to last until the next time we lose, which (laughs) could be next week. Would we play the Raiders next? Who do they play? Uh, We'll play the Eagles. Oh, equally intriguing. The Broncos have – they could sweep the NFC East. The Eagles just put up a fight against the Chargers. So uh, 
that's a, that's a game that the Broncos could definitely lose, but uh, we'll look at that later in the week. We're going to save that. Chris McKay, Super Chat, is Judy 100% back? And how many yards does he get from here on out, in your guys' opinion? I think Tim Patrick's 100% back. I think 527. <laughs> 527. He was uh, good. He was Judy, good today. Judy had a couple key catches, but Tim Patrick... Finally, they just got him targets, and he really stepped up in a game where Cortland Sutton was pretty quiet. Um, yeah, poor Scooter. Andreas Hernandez, can't wait for the next clickbait video to see all the roost- roasting and roosting. Roosting's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to roast the shit out of Scooter because my Broncos embarrassed the Cowboys. Dylan Roberts, Super Chat, it was really good. You guys are coming back, giving me more money today. Insane. Love to see the Broncos actually show up. And Vaughn won't be playing tonight against the Titans, unfortunately. That sucks. I saw that today that he was going to be a long shot to play. But uh, I wish I would have liked to watch Vaughn tonight. Unsolicited, unsolicited dick picks, super <laughs> chat. Will you deserve? Will you deserve love? So here's five bucks, Perna. Give Guillermo his 250. I will. Thank you very much, Mr. Picks. I, I was late to pay Will this week, so I'll consider it a fine. Consider <laughs> it a fine. All right, give it's me what? Give me something from the game, Will. What do you, What did you okay. want to talk about coming into this? I don't even have to look awesome. at my notes for this. The rookies. How about the rookies? How about yeah. them rooks? Jonathan Cooper, two sacks. Baron Browning looked pretty good out there. Quinn Miners came in and, and was blocking hard in the run game. And then Javante Williams, first 100-yard game, averaged six and a half yards a pop, had his second most angry run of the year. And he's just a – he's a bowling ball. He's a bowling ball. He's a lot of fun to watch. Um, they, the Broncos ended up running the ball, um, maybe some quick math, 38 times they handed it off. So you got to love that. Um, they just dominated in the trenches, which I, I really truly did not expect. Um, and the rookies were awesome. I didn't mention Caden Stearns, too, who's a Dallas native and had his second interception of the year. But uh, the rookies came through big time today. And it, yes, it, that always feels good because you, you feel like you're building towards something and, and the future is very bright. Yeah, Stearns almost had two picks. Um, oh, can and, I mention this, too? I yeah, didn't get to yeah. see the second Stearns pick or like or the near pick. Because Fox said uh, the game was so uncompetitive that we're going to cut to uh, Vikings-Ravens. So the game was such yeah. a blowout that in my market, they're just like, nope, you're done. Yeah, people were mentioning that during the live stream. I kind of tried to switch to red zone late there. Uh, Dylan Roberts, Super Chat. Javante Williams is a grown man. That is yeah, right. Oh, boy. Scooter Magruder knows this is a real grown man now. Um, I guess Kyle Fuller got the game ball from uh, Vic Fangio after the game. I don't know how. I, I guess like we didn't hear about Kyle Fuller getting burned, so he was better. And the Cowboys yeah, receivers I, didn't do a lot. He was I'm playing nickel to- a lot, and okay. then he switched um, when Sertan got hurt. He went outside. The only play that was really like kind of concerning was that scramble drill where Dak overthrew CD Lamb, but 
that's a really tough play to cover. I, I thought he did a pretty nice. I think all the corners did a good job. Even Nate Hairston when he came in late, filling yeah. in for Shatan. Um, and this was their yeah. first game without Bryce Callahan, and it, it didn't yeah. feel like they were missing anything back there. Yeah, Nate Hairston had a <clears throat> pass breakup on a third and six by the Cowboys. I think it was late in the third. Uh, maybe his yeah. fourth. It was a. It was kind of like the last ditch effort Dallas had, and coming in for Sertan, it was it was a clutch play. Do did you see anything on the severity of Sertan's injury? I didn't see anything. I saw that he tweeted something pretty positive. So okay, hard to make any assumptions though. If, if they lose him, then that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty rough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that'd be horrible right now. Unsolicited Dick Ditka picks super chat. Does winning does a winning season keep Shermer his job? No. If they keep playing not. like this, but I don't expect it. I think a winning record keeps Fangio Fangio's job. Maybe job. ten wins definitely. Nine and eight. Yeah, you, you kind of have to look at it a little more carefully. Um. But no, I think you'd have to look at specifically the offensive production in the last half of the season. Um, as of right now, I will say no. And no. I will say that Tom McMahon, I'm sorry, but you got to go is ass. They got yeah. very lucky, very lucky. Yeah. Um, on that blocked punt, it was the second weirdest punt of the year behind uh, the time Michael the Dixon punt. punted it twice. Um, I didn't know that it was a rule. It makes sense to me as a rule. Yeah. Um, and I will say that was like a serious inflection point in the game where it felt like <clears throat> down 16, blocking a punt, Dallas was going to get right back in it. Instead, the Broncos turned that into a field goal drive, and that's where that's where the game really hinged, I thought. Yeah, it was the first – it was the opening series after halftime. And the it first was, play- yeah. This is why Sherman needs to be fired. First play, Teddy takes a sack. Sure, that's probably <laughs> Teddy's fault, but my last opinion, play of the half, Teddy takes a sack. Yeah, <laughs> bookended sacks. The last play of the half, the Broncos elect to not give McManus a 67-yard field goal attempt. 66, 67, could have broke the record there. Um, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. I, I wanted to see him after try he missed it. the fifty-three. I got it. I get it. Uh, um, but they come out after halftime, and they go three and out. It was just a horrible series. It it was like the same way they started the game. The first series of the game was bad, but the Cowboys then go on to make their best defensive play of the game by blocking a punt. And it turns into their worst play of the game because their guy touched it past the line of scrimmage, which gives the ball back to the Broncos because they recovered it. And like you said, you didn't know the rule. I didn't know the rule as it was happening. I was like, it's still the Cowboys ball, um, you know, because he didn't get past the first down marker. But since you touch it past the line of scrimmage, it's a live ball change of possession technically as the rule. So the Broncos get a fresh set of downs, save their ass hugely there because the Cowboys would have been at like the 10-yard line or something, 10 or 12, some shit like that. And the Broncos' defense was great, but it feels like in that situation, Dallas scores a touchdown. We're talking about a 16-7 to game 
and you're talking about if the Broncos don't answer with a scoring drive, then Dallas has the momentum and we're ready for another bad loss. But no, no, no. Tom McMahon's ineptitude got the Broncos a win and the Broncos gave up a, a big kick return in this game. And earlier yep. this week, Fangio had specifically said how, how much better special teams had been. So uh, of he course, also said after the game on. that the special teams took the day off, which was a very uh, candid way to put it. He was yeah. um, Fangio sounded like he was kind of feeling himself after in the, the press game? conference. Yeah. Yeah. Called uh, Dallas's two touchdowns garbage touchdowns. Yeah. Which he's right. He, I don't know were. if I'd say it in a press conference, but he's absolutely correct. Oh, they're totally. I, you know how we know they're correct? Because that's the only touchdowns we watch the Broncos score for three straight weeks. <laughs> oh, we are we are experts in garbage time touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Until we they play the, the football team. We, yeah. we know the garbage TDs. <laughs> we've, we've got Senor Esperaz, Esperaza, Super Chat. What's up from Dallas? Just got to see a lot of Cowboys fans <laughs> very upset. I thought it was wow. – it didn't even seem like a lot of Cowboys fans. There were some like Broncos fans showed up to that game. It really did. Uh, I was listening to – like I heard some highlights from the Dallas radio broadcast, and they kept talking about like how loud it was when the Broncos were scoring. So the Broncos fans showed out, which is surprising for the state of the franchise right now. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think um, the Broncos just don't play in Texas very often. And so Texas natives, yeah. when they get the chance, I think they just want to see their team, but it does yeah. make me feel really good about going to Las Vegas and Los Angeles later this season. Oh yeah. That, that that'll, that'll, be be, nice. that'll be nice. Be a couple home games. Dude, the, the last really good Broncos victory was Drew Locke smoking the Texans in, in Texas. So I just think the Broncos are good when they go to Texas. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, something something right. There's something good about it. Yeah. All right, Average Joe, one, two, three, four, super chat here. Every time we run the ball often, we win or at least make it close. When we abandon the run, we lose. Why not let McManus attempt? Got nothing to lose at the end. Yeah, credit them for sticking to the run game. Um, in the prediction episode, Will pointed out you can run against Dallas. Um, well, we said you can run and can throw against them. We said they're an average defense. Defense yeah, been I mean, getting more than turnovers, especially like yeah. Trevon Diggs. You throw at him, you know. You figure he's not going to keep picking off a pass every single game, right? Yeah. And when he's not picking off passes, what is he doing? He's getting burnt. And he showed that on that long Tim Patrick touchdown. 45-yard touchdown from Teddy to Tim. A beautiful throw. My God. What a gorgeous throw. 40, 45 air yards there. You know what I mean? Like, it's a deep throw. Um, Just – and Tim Patrick set that up. He had a few third, like he was going to Tim Patrick on third down. Yeah. Kendall he was awesome. Hitton had a nice, uh, big gain after Melvin Gordon had a clutch series. Like, yeah, the, the commitment to the run is big and we had, we've seen them abandon it, but also the passing game was not letting the run game down or vice versa. 
And I think that's yeah. been a problem in so many of the Broncos losses this year where it feels like if you keep running it, you're going to have success, but you can't run it every down. And so when you try to throw after a, a successful run or two, I felt like either a bad thing happens in terms of a penalty or the play is the ball's dropped or Teddy's off or there's a sack. And we said Teddy was sacked four times tonight because the Broncos by the was did Dalton Reisner leave at the end of the game too. Yeah. So the only starter like full time starter at the end <laughs> game was Cushenberry. He's arguably their worst starter. Um, yeah. But it didn't matter. Like Miners came in, he was blocking hard. Um, Calvin Anderson had a good game. Dude, yeah. Uh, I think Austin Schlotman came in for for Reisner. Schlotman. Cam Fleming. I yeah, I you know, haven't watched the game again, but it seemed like he was all right. Yeah, this was players stepping up. Um Yeah. I would I mean, I mean credit. coaches do something. <laughs> During games. as much as like we like to say they don't do shit, uh, they definitely do something. But there's a lot of guys you didn't expect step up. That's what was crazy. Just like, yeah, you know, so many injuries for the Broncos on are injuries and slash people not there. And it's like you talk about Bradley Chubb not being there. They're used to playing without Chubb. That's not a huge deal. But you trade Von Miller this week, and then Von Miller's replacement Malik Reed doesn't play. So you're down to Jonathan Cooper and uh, Weatherly, who you just signed from Minnesota two weeks ago. You got Kenny Young that you just traded for from the Rams uh, two weeks ago because all of your linebackers are hurt. Like we said, Bryce Callahan was hurt. Pat Sertan goes down, and he was the best corner on the field, and he was playing well before he got hurt. Like I am just surprised that they, they filled all of those voids and did it against a good team. And I don't know if the Broncos are going to have a better win than this this season, but d- so damn it, I'm going to enjoy it like it was a f- playoff game. <laughs> and today, because I did curse the Cowboys, I don't want to get into too much of that. We've had our fun, <laughs> but today I put on this shirt specifically. Okay, the, su- the Super Bowl Broncos Giants curse, because that was a bad game for the Broncos, but a good game for the Giants. And the Cowboys hate the Giants, so I figure if I support the Giants a little bit, it would hurt the Cowboys somehow. Yeah. Does that work? Okay. Yeah, that logic. Will you buy it? Stands up to me. Yeah, sure. Why not? Hey, Will, you want to live in my head for a day? (laughs) These are the things you're thinking about. Yeah, well, it worked, so let's go with it. Why not? Yeah, Devin Fernandez, Super Chat. I was there in Broncos country, showed up big time. Just like that big buck yeah. you got there. That is a Those big, antlers. big buck. That's a 10-point buck if I ever saw one. I don't know how that, that point system works. Thomas Abraham, Super Chat. Who won the showdown of the first round rooks today, PS2 or Parsons? Parsons played well. I thought they were both really, really good. I mean, until Sertan got hurt. Um, yeah. He was holding it down. I only saw him got beat. He got beat underneath like once. And then it's hard to, you know, hard to make a case that he was better than Parsons because Parsons had two and a half sacks uh, by the yeah. end of the game. So no, I'll, I'll give the edge to Parsons because he didn't get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's an important thing, too. You know, he, he, he was better at not getting hurt today. He was better at not getting hurt today. Paul Severance, 
Again, Paul showing back up here. Super chat. When can we hey, see Paul. Will's debut on GPS? No pack, no. I asked Will to do so much. The last thing I want to ask him to do is get up <laughs> and be ready to go live at 8 a.m. his time with Tom and I. But uh, Will I will can say join if, us whenever if, he wants. Uh, Tom is absent ever, which feels like it's just not going to happen. Oh, no. um, I'm happy to jump in. Tom, if he were in the hospital, he would still uh, do on life support. Today. He would figure out a way to do the stream. That's how yeah. committed he is. No, uh, yeah. So if the unlikely event of Tom missing a show ever occurs, um, yeah, you got my number. Yes, I do. Justin Simmons had a great game for the Broncos. Oh, we yeah. talked about Calvin Anderson for a second, but I just wanted to re. Uh, repoint the attention towards and Anderson because he was going against Randy Gregory, who has been yeah. the Cowboys' biggest edge rusher. You know they're missing Demarcus Lawrence still, and I thought Anderson did a good job uh, against Randy Gregory, who did not have a sack. Um, Parsons had two and a half actually, and then Carlos Watkins got the other one in there. But uh, I do want to I do want to take a, a second here and say, football fans, who's ready for some free bets? Now you can bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just one dollar on either team to score can win one hundred dollars in free bets. When a team scores, you score. Whoa! Is DraftKings trying to get us laid? Hell Sounds yeah. like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> when a team scores, you score. <laughs> <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook America customers can also get skin <laughs> in the game with new same-game parlays. Uh, combine multiple bets from the same game for a much bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. But best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. I don't know if I was supposed to turn that into a song. (laughs) whatever uh yeah no it's fine yeah they love it if you have an addiction to alcohol um what do you think about the deshaun jackson pickup asking as a raider fan by the way good win against dallas from baby face raider thank you Um, that is a baby face drinking (laughs) That's that's a funny funny avatar Ooh, what do you think um, I mean, I don't think it, it hurts the Raiders. Uh, they obviously have a need there. I thought they would be in play for Odell Beckham though. If he clears waivers, um, maybe the, the Raiders, he'll fall to the Raiders and they'll claim him. Uh, I don't know how that's going to shake out tomorrow, but I don't know if it's the best solution. I mean, we saw him have a, what? Basically, he had two great plays with Stafford and the Rams. And on one of those great plays, he got tired. 
and uh, had to just run out of bounds. So I think a guy who doesn't want to be on a winning team like the Rams, uh, that's a red flag to me. Uh, Like the, they're a Super Bowl contender, and he got mad because he wasn't getting enough targets after they were the, the first team to kind of like get him back involved in the passing game. So I just convinced myself horrible signing for the Raiders. Sorry, my friend. Yeah, I mean, that was bizarre that he wanted out of Los Angeles because I think he had like eight catches for over 200 yards, which that's like the ideal version of Deshaun Jackson. At yeah. This point in his career. He needs to kind of, if he can accept his role as he's not going to get the ball very much, but he's going to draw coverages away from other guys because of his speed. And every now and then he'll get open and and score a couple long touchdowns. That's kind of all you can ask for from Deshaun Jackson. But I don't know if he's ready to accept that he is primarily a decoy uh, at age 34 or whoever, however old he is yeah he's getting old hold on i'm texting my wife also let's not forget that he uh tried to quote hitler we can say you know (laughs) i remember a couple off seasons ago um aaron Rodgers did quote mlk perhaps inappropriately deshaun jackson also quoted thought he quoted hitler So he didn't even uh, quote Hitler right. Not correctly, no, no. So this is what a Cal education gets you these days. (laughs) Yeah. Let me me say this. Deshaun Jackson, uh, not interested in being a team player, interested in maximizing his stats. That's why he would leave the Rams. I think that's fair. That's fair. I would, at this point, I would try to win a Super Bowl if I was him. He's, your your days in the NFL are numbered, dude. Uh, they were putting your talent to use, too. It's like, I don't know. Wide receivers are just wide receivers. So, I mean, that's <laughs> how it works. Yeah. Steve, our friend Steve, Patreon supporter, Steve. Super Chat here. Love Dang. you, Will. Oh, and YouTube giving Will some love. Can't believe they did not give Javante that TD. Yeah, they should just, the Broncos should have challenged that play. Yeah, that was that was uh, very clearly a touchdown. And then, yeah, we had to go through that kind of stressful Teddy Bridgewater quarterback sneak where he had it. Oh and he my didn't. god! Then he fumbled, but it was called a touchdown. So that was uh, yeah. It would have been easier if Kendall Hinton had just finished off that run and scored. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that uh, as he was getting tackled, I was like, oh god, I hope. They don't <laughs> screw this up. They're running the ball so well. Like this should be easy. And then it was hard. It turned into, it, it became hard. Um, like me Thank after you, the Steve. game. Steve's the uh, king. Yeah. Steve, great Broncos fan down in Texas. So he's going to, I bet he really enjoyed this win. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So Melvin Gordon scores. They blow him down, saying his knee or elbow touch. It looks like neither touch. And he crossed the plane. So I don't even know how the ref, like the refs that saw that didn't call it a touchdown because if you're looking from the side, it looks like he clearly got the ball over and your view's obstructed. So Vic Fangio should have challenged that. Instead, they challenged this pass to Tim Patrick kind of in a crucial situation 
that Patrick did not catch. Like Trayvon Diggs just made a great play, never had possession of the football. I think everybody was like, that's not a catch. Broncos were like, let's challenge that. Luckily, it did they look got like a catch in real time that looked a little more like a catch uh, during the replay. Yeah, a little more in slow motion. Uh, he but caught it, took two steps, and tucked it away. He never tucked. He never tucked it. I th- It was a quick tuck. <laughs> Here, Here's my philosophy. It didn't look like a catch, and it sh- so it shouldn't be a catch. And this happened yeah, no, on you made a Monday great point. night. You graded Thursday. Thursday you made night. a great point on the Michael Pittman play because it did not look like a touchdown uh, in real time. No. But then you slow it down over and over and over again. You're like, well, maybe, like, you know, you yeah. can slow something down and put it whatever angle you like. My only criteria does it feel like a touchdown? Can yeah, I that... um, define what that means? Absolutely not. Is that a consistent way to do like it? it? Obviously not, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, we, we like the rule that would make us hate the refs even more, but we're right <laughs> yeah. at the same time. How do Pittman, I feel about it? The Pittman touchdown, I think technically he might have got a third step down. Like It's like as the third step is happening, the ball was knocked away. But in real time, it just looked like a great defensive play. Like, boom, boom. Yeah. He almost caught it. It was swatted away. And I think like a receivers, they ask him to maintain the what, – what's the, the terminology? maintain possession through the catch or whatever right yeah in that situation you're not maintaining possession through the catch but you're not going to the ground so the rule doesn't like apply there but that yeah felt and you're like, already in the end zone too yeah that did not feel like a touchdown i think um what we have learned is that we don't know what a catch is still and neither does the nfl Okay, we got another chat from Dontavius. Dontavious. Ultra proud to have Javante. Dude hates to be tackled. We yeah, were writing that in the in the recap. He's very angry. I don't know what he's angry about, but I hope that he never seeks help. Yeah. He's gonna be looked at for angry runs again. We've got I Ambroso super chat. Compared to Flacco and Keenum, is Bridgewater doing a better job? Is Teddy the best QB since 18? Possibly. The first part, yes, Definitely. for sure. He is way better than Joe Flacco. Um, a, a little bit better a, than Keenum. A tree stump would be preferable to Joe Flacco. Uh, Keenum, yeah, I think Bridgewater is better than Keenum. Is he the best quarterback since Peyton Manning? Mm, I don't know. Brett Rippon flashed. With, with Trevor Simeon flashed. 2016 Trevor might have been the yeah. best. Simeon put together a solid season. Yeah, I mean, he he probably also had a little more to work with. Yeah, defense was clicking, but that's the thing. Like the Broncos, they're just gonna have to have everything go right for them to win games. And I don't know how often that's gonna happen. I don't know how well the the guys filling in for you know, some of the starters is going to pan out for this season. But if you're looking at depth and that sort of thing, then you feel a little bit better about next year. Mm -hmm. You feel really good if they do 
get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, or you start to feel like maybe there, there's a team here for them to uh, help a, a young QB. And that's the real reason I don't want Pat Shermer on the offense is if they draft a quarterback, he is not the right offensive coordinator to do that. Even if I liked, like, even if I thought he was doing well with Teddy, like we talked about his problem with Drew Locke is he's not helping his young quarterback. So I don't see how drafting a different guy is going to succeed with a guy you don't think can do that. But Agreed. it looks like there might be some depth here. <laughs> then you have to kind of worry about like, this is the second season in the row in a row though, where a lot of injuries are really starting to affect the Broncos. Uh, I don't know why that is, but maybe you can try to fix that. I don't know how, but anyway, another super chat here, Michael, the Perna power curse is super fire with the per. Yes. yes. Curses. You know, I, I admitted last week that I wasn't feeling good about it until the Bengals lost to Mike white. Now I think there's no doubt. The curse is uh, extremely powerful, and I'm, you know, yeah. I apologize in advance to whoever's on the receiving end of it this week. Yeah, and it's, it'll probably be the Broncos somehow. Um, Tony <laughs> Martinez, twenty nineteen ninety nine super chat. I'm an ex Cowboys fan and a proud homosexual. Haven't heard that for a while. <laughs> homosexual. Ever since they screwed him over, I root against the Cowboys. Thank you for your Broncos getting them off their hype. It's all fake in the world. We'll see who the Cowboys truly are soon. <laughs> Tony, you do sound like an ex fan of the team. Uh, you sound like a scorned uh, lover. He's a homosexual. Yes. My internet internet froze for a second. Uh, Dylan Roberts, you rich son of a bitch, Dylan. Such a good supporter today and many, many of streams. Do you think the Broncos can keep this up? And should we draft a QB? I'm not sure we should pursue Rodgers or Wilson. Our depth is going good. Maybe keep developing young talent and we'll get to where we want to be. I mean, you pursue all options that are available. And if one of those quarterbacks are available – uh, well, let's just let's say this because this is going to be an interesting conversation that has changed, I think, in the last five hours <laughs> because we just saw Jordan Love play. I mean, it's changed this whole weekend because um, I, I think at the end of the day, not making a, a, a comment on the Pat McAfee show thing or anything, but it wouldn't keep me from wanting Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback of my team. No. Um, also, now I just don't know how the Packers say we're going to roll with Jordan Love while Aaron Rodgers is still producing. Yeah. Uh, Packers saw what the future looks like without Rodgers, and it's not good. I mean, the Packers would be better off letting Aaron Rodgers – give his expert medical advice every single week in an hour long uninterrupted press conference yeah. with him as their quarterback for the next five years than to <laughs> try and win football games without him. Um, but the, the Packers defense played pretty well against the chiefs. So when Rogers comes back, they should be all right. Uh, I would take Rogers. I would take Russell Wilson. And normally in this situation, I would say like, 
they could say whatever they want, like as long as they don't hurt anybody off the field, which I think is a lot more serious over the last week. What we've seen with the Raiders, like I don't care what quarterbacks say or do in their free time that is weird or I don't understand or I don't agree with. That doesn't stop me from wanting the best guy to be quarterback for the Broncos because I still think it's like the area they had the most to improve on. And I think Teddy's been pretty good at times, pretty average and pedestrian at other times. In a couple games, he was bad. So yeah, if you have a guy you know is going to be good every week, I'm going to, I'm going to root for that guy. And the only guy I don't want for the Broncos uh, to pursue is Deshaun Watson at this point. So we'll just wait and see, but Will yeah, and I and are then, working on analyzing our, the college QBs got a little more info on that coming. this week. That's coming. So, so I'm not opposed to draft. No, I mean, people are uh, obviously crapping on the 2022 draft class. And I think that's just because there's not a clear front runner. Yeah. In most people's eyes. That makes me look at it more uh, with more excitement because yeah, that was Justin Herbert. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. And how is uh, the 2021 class faring right now? Not good. Yeah. And it doesn't say anything about the future, but yeah. And no one knows at this point. No, no, nobody knows. Come on. And if you have to like trade up to, to get a, a quarterback, you know, you're probably not trading as much draft capital as you use to get a veteran QB. Uh, and then also you get the benefit of not having the money that you have to pay a veteran QB. So it really gives you a lot of flexibility if there's a quarterback you like in the draft. Yeah, so, and you should you should take – if you like a quarterback too, you should make sure to take him in the first round because you yeah. get the extra year control. You get the fifth-year option. Yep. It's big. Uh, who's good this year? Imagine being a Bills fan. Yeah, the Bills lose to the Jags today. Don't know what happened in that game, except that Josh yeah. Allen beat Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, Josh Allen beat Josh Allen, Allen and Josh Allen He's beat Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> I can't Josh wait to do that in best and worst tomorrow. <laughs> like, I think the, the angle there is just to try to conf- be as confusing as possible. Yeah. Uh, $2 super chat, Arson Schlong. He's on oh, fire, baby. He is on fire. Look at the t-shirts we can make. Arson Schlong. <laughs> Tony Martinez, back with the super on the reel, though. Love your videos, man. And sense of humor, great combination. And you're out there ideas. I like that kind <laughs> of comedy. They are out there sometimes. I don't even Thank do you drugs, me. you know, except whiskey. All right, Will. I'm ready to sort of wrap this up. I was trying to see my baby before she went to bed. Daylight savings, fuck that up. Um, <laughs> anything that we missed from this game before we peace out? Oh, man. Um, just how good it felt, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it, there's something about beating a team like the Cowboys that – it just gives you a, a feeling of superiority yeah. as opposed to beating a team like the Jets, the Jaguars, Washington, um, the Giants. Like beating the Cowboys, it just it feels it feels different. Yeah, feels and it's good. it. I mean, it draws a lot of national attention on the Broncos. Yes, um, 
I don't even know if the game was like, you know, a big national. I like, I know it's like a daytime game, so you can only broadcast so many places. So like, I don't know if extra TVs got the game because it's the Cowboys. They did. They did. Okay. So that that's one angle. And then national attention because the commentators, the experts and analysts, they have to talk about it because if they don't, Jerry Jones will uh, banish them from the NFL. He will circumcise the mosquito, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) they have to pay attention to this game. Uh, So, yeah, it brings attention back uh, into the Broncos, and it's like the first time this season where uh, it it was in a really positive light after their strong start. So they had like the Steelers game, and then they looked really bad. Uh, They had the Browns in prime time, and they looked really bad. So, uh, yeah, it felt good. felt really good. Um, I'm going to leave you with this idea. Somebody asked if um, I had, if I could have Mahomes because the Chiefs were going to cut him because he's looked so bad this year, or Aaron Rodgers is a hypothetical in the live stream. I said I would take Patrick Mahomes just despite the Chiefs. Also, he has he's younger, and then that person was promptly like, "Yeah, but then the Chiefs would sign Aaron Rodgers, and then he would just destroy you." <laughs> That's a really that's very, very true. Very true. Excellent point. Yeah. So <clears throat> I will flip that. If both Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are available, will which they both might be. Um, who do you? Who would you rather have as, as a quarterback? I think Say the price is the same. You know, like it's just your gut. Do you, is it a fixed time? Like, is it for the next four years? Is it for as long as they can play? Let's just assume it's as long as they can play. I think Rodgers is better independent of situation. Yeah. Like, that's the he's just so good. And Russell Wilson's very, very good. Rodgers is the best. He's been the best. Just, just watch the man play. Watch him play. Watch him beat the Cardinals with a really banged up injured team. And then a week later, the same team fold, fold to the Chiefs. All right. We got vibe check on Vaughn walking at the end of the season and joining us. Yeah, that could happen. That would be uh, spectacular. Yeah. I think Will and I both agree that if the Broncos do nab a big QB, there's a very good chance Vaughn would actually come back. But somebody also said the Cowboys may pursue Vaughn this offseason and they'll throw money at him and Vaughn may very much enjoy going to Dallas to play in his home state, Texas. So we'll see. I just want him to be happy. Yeah, we love Vaughn. We just want him to be happy. Great win for the Broncos. Appreciate you joining me to talk about it, uh, Will. Anytime, my friend. That sweet, sweet win. Mm. Let's get another one. No, like it can it. take it again. Yes. Let's beat the Eagles and then let's beat the Raiders. All right. We made it through the podcast. Good night. And John Elway played his whole career with one ACL. Good luck. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Well, now you can with DraftKings. When you bet on any NFL game this week, DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
and new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, and probably the faster you can run with all those extra legs. To the bank, that is. (laughs) Oh, this is why I don't go off script. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, that is DNVR, to bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with a promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restriction supply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.